Welcome back to another episode of Call Me Crazy. Y'all can call me Baz. We are back. It's still a pandemic. We're still inside, but it's okay. It's not going to stop us from recording and getting y'all connected to everything mental health and wellness. We are joined by a lovely guest. And what can we call you today? Call me Lila. Thanks for having me here today as well. Oh my god, of course. <laughs> I've been wanting Lila to be here for so long, and um, I feel like I'm ex- I'm genuinely excited for this call because some of these con- like questions I've like there are things I've wanted to just ask you in mm-hmm. general, but it's cool that I can kind of have a con- record it and then even listen back. Yes. Um, but a little bit about Lila is you were born in Madagascar. First of all, you're actually so cool. Like your story, like I'm reading this and I'm like, oh, like you're you're just really interesting person I love it um you. but you're born in Madagascar which I think is so beautiful um you grew up in NYC <laughs> I love it. but right now you're in Toronto um and you are a digital content creator and blogger but you also dabble in um environmental science that's your that's what you went to school like, for right yeah education yeah. all over the place wow girl it's <laughs> just it all um, and your passion lies in connecting with people and creating. Um, NYC's natural hair community was a major catalyst in your social media growth, which is crazy because a big part of my hair journey is tied to like looking up to a lot of those girls mm-hmm. and like learning about my hair through them because like I, I think I share like my mom's white. Like I had no idea what anything to do with curly hair was. Mm-hmm. So I had to look outwards. Um, so the fact that you're part of that, like, I was just like, oh my God, I love it. You were part of my journey without even really knowing. Um, and you work alongside some really cool brands and artists, um, which kind of just started your journey on the gram. And I definitely want to know more about it. Um, like, I think I kind of a little bit just from like talking to you, but how did that whole journey start with like the hair and the social media and everything? So I think I would say it started, I don't know when Instagram started. It definitely was like a major push with Instagram, but I've always had an interest in like arts, photography, writing since I was like in my teens. Mm -hmm. And then I would say around like early 2000, like 10s, that's when kind of social media picked up with like Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, and I took a film, I like, I don't know, I was interested in a lot of things, as <laughs> as my background yeah. says. But, um, yeah, I think it was just, like, I took a film course, like, uh, just film photography, and I loved it. Like, mm. Dark Room was extremely therapeutic for me, just, like, mm. being alone in my zone in the dark, developing photos, and then coming back and, like, creating a story with that. Um, and then kind of just my I've always had a passion for writing but I don't know what to call it I think it's just like journaling and then Mm. I wanted to share some of the thoughts I had but I was just like a lot of it is really just for me and my self-reflection and my purpose of just like growing um and then eventually Instagram came up where I was Mm. like able to put both photography and my writing together um, and also, like, the network part, networking part definitely helped me with, like, how I grew as a person, how I found a lot of inspiration, um, which we can definitely go into. Even meeting you, like, oh my God, I'm just, so <laughs> it's all over the place, but it's, it's a beautiful, like, journey, like, mm-hmm. you know, 
social media altogether. Um, yeah, no, that's dope. And I think just something just to add on that um, is this whole idea of people have such a interesting relationship with social media. Like, I definitely do. Like, yeah. I'm still trying to understand if it's good or bad because so much of my joy is creating and like being creative mm-hmm. and connecting with people and social media is literally the ideal platform for that mm-hmm. but at the same time it's also quote-unquote very toxic and can be very like it, it can be get very I don't know I don't want to say dark but it can get very intense very quickly mm-hmm. um so when I see like people who create and create light in this like positive like um almost community on these platforms it's like I gravitate to it naturally um so I don't know I just think that I'm trying to redefine the relationship I have with social media and not seeing it so much as like oh I hate Instagram like Mm -hmm. I just do it because it's like hopefully one day it'll help me like secure the bag or whatever Mm -hmm. like you know I want it to be still very much like a creative outlet and I think you know communities like the curly hair community and stuff like that is to some extent, a positive thing that has come out oh, of yeah. social media, you know? It's the biggest, for yeah. me, it was. Yeah. Just, it's, I think just back, I remember you asked that question, I yeah. forgot, but it was so, I think when I first started kind of just, like, um, interacting, I guess, with social mm. media is, like, Alex L. Like, oh, girl. So she had a, a talk in Brooklyn. Oh. And I, I, I don't know how old I was, but I was like, I'm going. I went alone. That's so wild. I went to her reading. And this was like before she like boomed, but yeah. I, I had followed her. Yeah. Um, wow. And it was beautiful. Just like being in that room full of women. And I was just like, my I don't think my sister could have went. So to me, it was just like also like, you know, that confidence of like mm-hmm. stepping out and like, okay, this is something I want to pursue. Just like being around people who are going through these same things um and then after that just like the natural hair community in new york that was um i think what started that was with i'm sure you know um nia the light yes so she had her like (laughs) she had her meetup in new york wow um and that's when I was just like, okay, I'm gonna go as well I'm gonna go and see these people I was like I had no idea like what my hair was at that point but just like what you were saying um it's just it's I don't know growing up is so interesting just Mm. because I grew up in New York and I was at the Dominican salon most weekends like Mm. I was just my parents just like took me there I didn't really care about my hair Mm. until my sister my older sister like broke out of straightening hair and all of that and then showed me how to do that and then she like you know she got married and then she moved away but I was just like okay I feel like there's definitely a lot more of us out mm. there that have like you know this I don't know like inclined to be natural I guess and yeah. embrace that yeah that and just like breaking out of the shell of like you know what wasn't talked about in the mm. media at that point I love so that. like that meet up with um with Nia and the whole community was just amazing I was just like I want to be owned by Femme was there. And I was just like, I want to be like her. She's amazing. They're all beautiful. All different kinds of textures. I was just like in heaven. I mean, it's, wow. it's in Central Park. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> the perfect, like, New York's, like, curly uh, hair story. Um, wow. So that was extremely inspiring. And then I think just, like, meeting people there was just very genuine. Everyone mm-hmm. had the same goals and intentions. And then 
keeping up with everyone over social media, like combining networks, that's when it kind of began. Like Mm -hmm. people seeing me because they're seeing that person and Mm -hmm. we're like working together. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. (laughs) There's so much that I can like even deconstruct from that of like the whole idea of like um, representation, you know, growing up, I remember I vividly remember being like watching TV and being like I don't really know like what I'm gonna look like when I grow up because like Mm -hmm. I knew what my mom looked like Mm -hmm. but I know I'm not gonna grow up and look like her so Mm -hmm. I think the closest thing like and this is like what I remember it like I used to watch Seinfeld and I forget her name right now but the girl who had like brown kind of curly hair and I look back I'm like this girl did not have fucking curly hair but I'm thinking oh that's curly hair so I'm like maybe I'll look like that when I grow up but it's like no like my my mom didn't know how to brush my hair you know bless her she would brush when it was dry and not out the shower like I cried a lot broke a lot of combs um so finding people who you know love their hair because I used to want to I used to want straight hair like I think every curly girl goes through that phase and now I'm like, no. Nope. I know. <laughs> if God took me to he's like, I'll give you straight hair right now. I'll be like, oh, right. no. I would never. And it's more just because I learned to love like what it represents, even just historically, like from an- from like an ancestral perspective. Mm-hmm. And like it's just this there's like this energy. And I talked about it before um on one of my other podcast episodes. It's like curly hair holds so much history and so much energy mm-hmm. um like the lineage behind it and um just even hair is such a like doing hair is such a part of like therapy I think in mm-hmm. the community and just like connecting with people um my friend said uh my friend Shay she talks about how she does hair and a big reason she does hair is because it's such an like energetic exchange too mm-hmm. right like when someone does your hair it's a very intimate experience um, so when you're doing your hair, it's also very much like mm-hmm. an intimate experience. So I just love like everything about it. It's so much more than hair. Like it is, it is so much more than hair. I love that. Um, I that's so true. I always just think of like men mm-hmm. and like barbershops. Yeah. And I'm sure like even like, you know how they're always like, oh, when mm-hmm. they get out, it ha- they, they feel confident mm-hmm. and all of like, it becomes like a therapy session that they have there. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I think after me having my like, phase at the Dominican salon I stopped going to salons altogether just mm-hmm. because I was just doing my own hair I'm just like okay yeah I can do this at home and that's when I was straightening my hair until I was like 21 mm-hmm. um and now I just go for like haircuts but like you yeah. said it is it's an experience going there. yeah it's big and it's like your hair is very much alive like I don't know if you say this I'll jokingly say like my hair is literally like has a mind of its own like it literally there's days where it's sad there's days where it's happy there's days where it's like bitch you need to cheer the hell up yeah. right now because I'm gonna I'm a fall out right if you don't yeah. like so I, I don't know if it's like I literally have a relationship with my hair and it's so much deeper than just like it like it communicates with me almost like my plants like mm-hmm. you know there it's alive it's this thing so i love that i i don't know i just think that whole like community it's like this unspoken like understanding of that mm-hmm. um but just to kind of dive back into the whole social media aspect what do you think other than just being around you know this community um allowed you to build this platform or you know create um content that obviously people loved you know like I love your social media because it has such a like it's such 
I love pages where it's not just visually like, oh, this is nice. It's like, oh, I'm taking something away from it. Like, you know, I mm-hmm. look at it. I'm like, oh, there's content here that I can take. There's mm-hmm. information. There's, uh, you know, resources. So mm-hmm. what do you think helped you build your, your platform? I think just evolving and growing because mm-hmm. looking back and even like presently, it's my relationship with it has changed as well just moving away from like what home was to me mm-hmm. um and just uh, kind of just embracing the changes of yeah. like who I'm becoming and who I want to become and you know just carving out my story just because as I mentioned I started out with the natural hair community meeting mm-hmm. a lot of like especially photographers it was just like everyone mm-hmm. knew each other yeah. and the hair became like fashion and then it became mm-hmm. lifestyle mm-hmm. it became like trips so it like it it touched upon a lot of different like parts of my life and like mm-hmm. it was great like that was great but I think eventually as I grew up and then just trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my platform <clears throat> I think moving away definitely changed like mm-hmm. what I it, I feel like I connected with the deeper parts of me mm-hmm. so it went from going about like hair and how people see me and the crazy part is, like, yeah, the people, the following I had was focused on that hair. And now it's, like, I want to become a different person or mm. I want to um, dig a little deeper into, yeah. like, my voice. And then it's also, like, okay, how do I find and recreate that community mm. for myself? And finding, you know, a network of people. So even, like, your channel, it's, like, you know, Thanks. mental health is so important. That's why I'm mm. just, like, okay, hair is amazing. Like, beauty, outward beauty is great. Mm. But, like there's so much more inside of us that needs to be talked about mm. and as as tough as the journey was I'm so appreciative of like mm. my growth and like appreciative of the people who still follow me from like who I was to who I'm becoming mm. and what I want to say at this like stage of my life yeah no that's so I love that because there's like I think that's the word there's depth to you you know mm. you're more than just you're more than just curly hair. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> and, like, it sounds crazy, like, that people are, like, obviously, but it's, like, no, like, sometimes when you're so niched or you mm-hmm. niche yourself in that, it's hard to kind of break out of it because you're, mm-hmm. like, are people going to still join me on this journey? And I think you've done an amazing job of that. And, like I said, like, when I go on your platform, it's always, like, quality content. Like, it's not just, like, another curly hair picture. Mm-hmm. It's, like, no, you're, like, and not... And that's fine, but it's, like, I do see that, like, Mm -hmm. there's not, you're not just in that niche, you occupy another space, and I think that's important because, you know, wellness is very much, can be pulled from different areas Mm -hmm. of life. Um, The work that I do now, I'm realizing it's very holistic, it's not just the mind, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it could be anything, you know, it could can stem stem exactly yeah it could stem from here it could literally stem from anything so um yeah no I love that so much um and I how has um I don't know if you've noticed but I'm just curious moving from New York to Toronto if the community is a little different I would say that I gain a lot through moving Mm -hmm. in the sense of I was in a bubble in New York Mm -hmm. I was in like not even to like you know downplay anyone in New York but like I was in a very different kind of like social bubble Mm -hmm. and then moving out of home like just like adulting like literally adulting changed like you know what my priorities were the things I wanted to actually showcase and matter to me um 
And back in New York, I did feel like there was a lot more of like a collaborative spirit, as I said, with all those photographers. Um, And I've I've spoken to people like here and there, well, people who have like been back and Mm -hmm. forth about like how they feel about the community. Um, My fiance, who's also in the field, is like, when he comes here, I tell him like, yeah, you should try to figure out if you can get some gigs just because there's like a great, there's, there's a lot of benefits to being like, you know, by by city or yeah whatever yeah, well, the term I don't know what be. the term is but yeah being able to go different yeah. cities different connections different I feel that but it's different I it's know. different um, I agree but I feel like people out here I'm realizing are a lot more like individualized or entrepreneur minded mm. not to say that people in New York aren't but I feel like there's much more of a collaborative let's get this together and then you know mm. we'll rise together and here it was more of like okay I'm doing my thing. You're doing your thing. Let's both do our thing, but we still have our own identity. Mm-hmm. Type. So that's true. It's 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 you know mm-hmm. both of them have mm-hmm. their like perks, but I see that. I find it to I, I found it to be difficult just because everyone had their niche. Everyone had their like cliques of people, just as I had my own like mm-hmm. a little group of people that I connected with. So it's a learning experience, and I'm I'm sure if I go to any other city, like everyone kind of has that yeah different community feel that makes them you know. I hear a lot about, like, the people in the DMV um, yeah. that have, like, a whole other kind of, like, community. It's interesting. It's just, it, it opened my eyes that to, like, okay, New York is one thing, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be the same when I go here, even though I yeah. bring the same things, you know, to the mm. table. No, that's true. I, I love New York, you know that. Um, and what I liked about it is that, like, community aspect of creatives. Like, Toronto, a lot of creatives will say, like, not that people aren't trying to put each other on, but it's very individually driven. Like, it's like, I'm doing my thing and I'm doing it alone because it's not really a collaborative thing. Like, the community itself, like, I wish there was a wellness community, but mm-hmm. there really isn't. Even though, like, yeah, there isn't. And a majority of my inspiration from community and people and creatives is driven from the States, if mm-hmm. not New York. Like, a lot of my, like, really? people that I follow, my, like, that I aspire to be like are very much from like that New York area and they're all very like cliqued and then they all occupy mm-hmm. like even from podcasting it's like they're a group of friends and I listen to all their podcasts mm-hmm. you know and it's very interesting because that's not really a thing here unless it's like I don't know maybe like in the party scene it's like a community but I don't really entertain that space mm-hmm. um so you don't feel like even growing up here I mean, yeah. I feel like I see you too, though. How do you... I'm asking the question. No, God, that's a conversation. <laughs> just, just, like, how how do you... In, I don't know, in your experience of, like, mm-hmm. the people you know... Like, I guess the, the we mutually know. Yeah. Like, how did that come about? Like, Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, I definitely... Like, think... was it a childhood kind of situation? Or was it kind of just, like, your platform as well mm-hmm. that brought those conversations forward? I think it was different things. I'll be honest, majority of people that I know through my through networking didn't stem from wellness. It eventually mm-hmm. did, but it came from the sneaker community. Oh, yeah. Which is, okay. like, weird to say, because sometimes I forget that that's also, like, that's probably the most community feel mm-hmm. that I've ever felt in Toronto, at mm-hmm. least. Like, it was, like, sneakers. Oh, but I also do wellness. Mm-hmm. So it allowed me to connect with people in that way from, like, a business perspective. Oh, like, you're an entrepreneur? I do something like that too or you're creative I do something like that too (laughs) but it's not the same thing so 
we would still have conversations about sneakers and being women and occupying spaces that aren't necessarily meant for us, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Um, but we had such different things that we were doing. Like I could probably think of like I was doing a post the other day about like um like black wellness professionals in the community mm-hmm. and I was like why are majority of these people from the states like it's mm-hmm. actually like bothering me that I had to like really think of like or dig deep dig deep and like yeah. you know like I wish I knew more people in Toronto you know regardless of race it's just like that occupy these spaces mm-hmm. and that we're also creatives because it's like I would love that doing things alone is like not it mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not it just even from like a creative business standpoint it's like damn this is a lot like i would <laughs> love is. to have help or you know get feedback or mm-hmm. you know uh, work, collab with someone in some way that's why i love having conversations yeah. with people because it's just like at least i can pull like knowledge and try mm-hmm. and apply it um but yeah to answer your question it was very much through the sneaker community or um being create quote-unquote creative and connecting with other people who like being creative Mm -hmm. and then that was what kind of made us connect and then like off of that but I'm very lucky that the people that I have around me don't necessarily want to seclude themselves to like well I'm gonna do this by myself so I'm not gonna put Mm -hmm. you on like no they're very much like oh like I might know someone who Mm -hmm. might know like a sound engineer or something Mm -hmm. like that so in that sense I'm lucky and I don't know if everyone's like that so yeah I think that's been that's been my biggest struggle is creating community in mm-hmm. Toronto and one of my goals is to create a network but it's hard you, you got this you got, we need that we, like, we I need know. it and trying you know, you're doing so much so I, I I look forward to seeing how you grow Girl, we, we got this <laughs> it'll be all of us and I like that I love that what you said is like we will do it together mm-hmm. I think like to me, my goal is not just for me. It's like I just want oh, yeah. everyone right? to do Every, everyone to win, <laughs> and I think we all can. And I don't know why that's like a lot of people think there's like a deficit in mm-hmm. that sense. And I'm like, no, we can, we can look you all win. Like yeah. especially Toronto has so much talent. It is, and it's so much bigger. That's why I'm like, really. It's. I feel like it's. I mean, mm. it's bigger. I mean, physically, like. Compared to Manhattan? Or? Like, yeah, just, like, New York as a whole. I feel like there's a lot of potential, and there's a lot of people mm. who want to be doing that, too. But I, f- I feel like after living in New York for so long, I'm always, like, trying to put people on. I'm like, okay, you do this, I got you. Like, I'm ah! going to think of you next time. And people I try to, like, I, I want to, like, spread the wealth. Like, why keep that to myself yeah people like you are gems thank you you're a gem Um, like i think that's that's how we all need to like if we're all trying to like make it you know exactly because if i meet someone i hear about their passion and they're vulnerable and they're telling me about it i'm like oh my god how can i help them who do i know how can because they're both gonna win if i connect them right and then that just like in a way like makes me happy Mm -hmm. so i'm like and seeing yeah seeing your people like win is just and that's, that's it. All. That's yeah. it. That's all I really want because it's like, that's almost like how I'm winning, you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, I don't know, it just comes back in other ways. Um, wow. <laughs> I love that. I don't even, I'm like, let me go back to my notes. I don't even know where <laughs> this all ties in, but no, I love it. And I think that's important. And a lot of people from the city will relate to that. Um, but other than just like curly hair community, you said you've kind of spread into this, like, you have more depth. Is there a specific, like, niche or 
target or image that you've tried to uphold with your um, platform or like a message? It's so tricky. I feel like I finally am at, I don't know, I can't say I'm like exactly at the point, but it's taken me so long to try to figure out how to reshift my voice. Mm. But I, I think it was just so interesting, I guess, when I embrace more so of like mental health and being more vulnerable with my audience, like yeah. talking about like sad days because yeah. it's not always sunshine. Um, yeah. Seeing how many like saves and like send like send out requests, I was just like, wait, people as much as like, yes, they may get like low likes. I'm trying to like, I'm happy that Instagram has like this whole other thing. So you yeah. don't know how many people are liking it, but I can still see the impact it has on the people that, mm. like, that follow me. That I like that. Yeah, it's like five likes, but they sent this to like all of their family and friends because we all need the same exact thing. Yeah. Um, just like upholding that, that's really important to me. And that's something that I'm still trying to like learn and discover based on the people like I follow or the things that like I... If I'm doing like a social media cleanse, mm-hmm. like people that I follow or used to follow... Um, just finding more people that resonate with like my experience and something that I want to something that I'm manifesting yes um that I hope to I I hope to write a book one day you will write you will write a book yes yeah I will be writing a book um when the time is right just about like I think just my experience moving away and Mm. being an immigrant from like New York and then moving here um, I felt like there was always a longing or Mm. this long journey of what home is to me so not only and that's something that I want to bring to my platform is like how to talk about like what is home what what makes you comfortable what your what's what's your voice you know in in those spaces so that's something that I'm like that's big I don't know why that hit so heavy just now (laughs) It, and that's I feel like over the past I would say three years since I've moved that's been such like that's been at the forefront of my mind it's like how mm. can you know I want to find that community too it's like the yeah. people who are movers who learn how to adapt assimilate mm. and evolve because as yeah. humans like we're not meant to stay the same like, yeah it's true you can't grow in comfort but a lot of people prefer that mm-hmm. um, that whole nomadic like being able to find home in different spaces Mm -hmm. um is i think really relatable i think um we have a mutual friend al like i look to her as that very Mm -hmm. much so like i look at her in like such awe like wow you really moved like across the world Mm -hmm. and you've created such a beautiful like home here and like you're very much like you've done such a good job of creating that and i know it's hard like i can't even imagine but that's a very much a skill. Not everyone can do that mm-hmm. and, like, adapt. And, you know, I, I think that's a beautiful quality. And just the whole idea of, like, what is home? I think especially in our 20s, mm-hmm. like, moving away, you know. To me, home is family, yeah. But you're not always going to be with your family all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, and, like, a big thing with me, even just in the last couple months, like, yeah, home is family but sometimes home isn't always healthy mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean and it's like what does that look like so having to redefine that as like yeah. a young adult and what you want home to actually be like not what you were born into mm-hmm. 
has been a huge challenge for me and um I really want my space to feel like home mm-hmm. and then it's like okay but what does home feel like mm-hmm. so I I love that I love that whole idea I'm ready for the book like <laughs> basically is what I'm trying to say working on it but I'm yeah it'll come I think you know that's that's where like a lot of my thoughts have mm-hmm. been lingering and how to create that like I have no idea but yeah, I I'm excited for it. It's yeah. one of those things that I know will work out on its own. Mm-hmm. It will, and I think a lot of people will relate to it because I think, even just with like social media, you can create connections and home and like community with people who don't even physically like live in the same place mm-hmm. geographically. Like I have been lucky. Like I have met amazing people that don't necessarily live in Toronto but they are part of my home, like, mm-hmm. my community. And it's, like, I think about it, I'm like, this wouldn't have happened, like, 10 years ago before social no. media and stuff. Like, it's, like, it's a weird thing to kind of grasp. Like, you probably reach people who are, like, in Europe or mm-hmm. in the States, and mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, they're they're part of your network, and your network is part of your home, and it's, mm-hmm. like, it's really interesting. So I love that. I love that um, take um and then you kind of mentioned a little bit about like the whole mental health and wellness and a big thing with social media is that whole conversation around like does it help your mental health does it make it worse mm-hmm. um how have you navigated through social media and how it's impacted you positively or negatively with mental health and what have been the challenges or what have you done with it i would say i mean just kind of going back on if social media helps or hurts us mm-hmm. I definitely have felt both mm-hmm. just through my own platform of like you know being able to constantly create and then all of a sudden having to I, I felt like I had to do a lot by myself just like you said it's extremely hard to keep creating and then there's obviously like comparison in your mind yeah. um all sorts of stuff, you know, th- those are those are just the struggles of social media. And then I and I try, I feel like my, um, I guess how I deal with it is either taking breaks, mm-hmm. like just, I value that so much. When I first took one, I'm like, wow, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is so necessary. Um, especially as you're growing, like there's nothing wrong at all with like wanting to grow your platform wanting Mm. to be big but I feel like we should always just ground ourselves and remind like remember that there's a lot more to Mm -hmm. who we show ourselves to be Mm. um so taking a break like I said doing like cleanse that has helped me a lot just Mm. like people that I don't resonate with and I don't have to be sorry like if it's not people that I know personally I don't have to I don't want to feel guilty about like having to unfollow someone because someone can be doing that for me too and I don't take that personally because Mm -hmm. it's like if you're not if you're done growing with me just like relationships Mm -hmm. like we have to keep it moving so for me it's just being able to monitor my thoughts I guess and so big you know that's so big. Um, I literally had a conversation with my therapist about this this week because I was like, yeah, so I was talking about like how, what like phase in life I am in terms of just like healing, relationships and all that. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm so happy single, like, you know, I'm good. But like, I'm also just terrified as hell because I follow a lot of these accounts that like glamorize and make fun of like toxic relationships and like just generation like how our generation is i'm thinking about justin leboy by the way while i'm talking <laughs> his page like blew up in like like oh 
a week and a I love week. it. I'm just like, and I love it. But then he, my therapist will be saying stuff like, so do you ever think of like unfollowing them? And I'm like, but it brings you so much laughter. Yeah. But at the same time, it also reinforces a lot of like trauma and like mm. a lot of like, um, things that I'm trying to heal but it's like at the same time Mm -hmm. I'm like laughing at the pain Mm -hmm. which I guess to some extent is fine but I'm subconsciously like reinforcing these Mm -hmm. beliefs and I've like I'm like okay well I want to grow like and I know if it means that like I have to take a break from those like those accounts that's fine because you are what you consume and subconsciously like it is hurting me like Mm -hmm exterior I'm laughing like I'm like haha like yeah we both ignore each other we message each other on Mm -hmm. eBay like you know it's haha that's funny but it's like no I really in reality want like I want healthy Mm -hmm. mindset towards relationships I don't want to think like everything's toxic and Mm -hmm. you know your mind creates your reality so I've had to make like a shift and I think unfollowing even muting like if you feel bad oh, yeah I think muting that feature is amazing and underused or restricting, restricting. like right like there's levels to the extreme yeah. like there's ways to go about it like, do what you have to do yeah. for you with that like no one has to know and yeah. it's no one's business like if you have to take care of your mental health and if Literally. you're in a bad mood or you're just not having a good time like mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't restrict myself from that yeah. at all. <laughs> and it's, you know what, there's this, I think with time it'll be a little bit more clear, but social media is still very new and the whole language of how we communicate, like, n- not even directly, right? Because it's like sometimes posting creates a form of communication, not liking creates a form mm. of communication. So, like, I'm notorious for being the worst at responding to anything with my phone I don't know why it gives me so much anxiety and I don't know why like I literally will like look at my phone and be like I can't respond like I don't know I don't I can't I don't know what it is so now I but then I start feeling guilty because that's part of like that social mm-hmm. interaction of like social norms of like to be a good member of society you respond to people mm-hmm. but it's like where did that come from you know like I don't I'm not obligated to always be on my phone or mm-hmm. but I almost feel bad because I'm not so now I'm like learning like it's actually not bad to not always be on your phone Mm -hmm. and it's not a bad thing to not always respond to people right away or even respond at all Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with like the type of friend you are the type of like person you are but that's yeah I struggle with that a lot and I get called out for it all the time but when it comes to like say like a business thing I'm like I'm responding (laughs) on top of it I'm on top of it because I'm like this is what I want Mm -hmm. it to be for Mm -hmm. versus like just talking to people like I'm Mm -hmm. I just I don't know why it overwhelms me so much but it's like that quote I think ever since like the pandemic and everyone being at home Mm. how not to confuse your availability with Mm. what's the quote I think it's like don't confuse my like my availability with like my time that I'm always free so just because we're all working from home and it's true you know I think we're all navigating how to like this new normal yes and yes I'm home yeah but I'm also at work when I'm at home yeah I'm also in my bed on a break when I'm home and maybe if I don't want to answer in this moment it's like you know, we can't hold that against That's each so other true. because... It's also we're going through something very unnormal yeah. <laughs> as humans. So, like, our energy levels are, like, 
not mm-hmm. like I always look at it as like I have a source each day of amount of energy I can give mm-hmm. and it's like I choose to not give it to DMs or like a text I rather give it to like you know an interview mm-hmm. or like uh, an email conversation mm-hmm. and some people have more of in that source or their bank and I love that but I can't I don't know where to get mm-hmm. I don't know where to get more um but yeah that's a good point I never I didn't see the quote but I like that so don't mix up your like is it availability for your accessibility or something like that yes something like that? I feel like I said there you that. go Ooh. <laughs> availability Ooh. and accessibility I'm writing this down right now I'm not the same thing Ooh. and that's something that I'm I'm learning as well towards people so it's it's not just that's me a- <laughs> blocking people or yeah. you know taking boundaries. my time with me exactly boundaries but it's also me learning like okay there's other people who are going through this and trying to figure out like this new stage mm. for them and that I have to respect that too yeah it's yeah that's I love that um so even with this whole shift with like pandemic and like being a creative I think during a pandemic is very interesting mm-hmm. um just because it limits like space like literal physical space and social interactions but what has allowed you to stay inspired and positive and, you know, create content even amongst all this? We are figuring that out as we go. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know what? It's okay, because same. We're figuring that out, but I think, I don't know. It's like I become such like an, a person that's very open to like new chapters and not mm-hmm. really knowing like what's going to happen tomorrow, but... yeah. I think if if the pandemic taught me anything, it's that if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Whether that's, like, starting... Remember when whipped coffee was a thing? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, I know how to make that. And all of a sudden, everyone was making it. Um, I dabbled into, not right now, but doing, like, my nails. And I'm just like, since when can I do my nails? All of a sudden, I can do poly gel just okay just exploring like Mm -hmm. our capabilities has been extremely eye-opening at least my capability Mm -hmm. and i totally believe we all have that in us if we really wanted to do Mm -hmm. these things so Mm -hmm. um shooting wise though like content creation wise i yeah it's a struggle it's it's a struggle but it's also i did a one-woman shoot and it was that's pretty cool it was um, it was it was fun. It was right before work. <laughs> I was I tried to plan it out. I had like a collage set, and I'm like, okay, I know this like yeah. a certain amount of daylight in my apartment that yeah. I want to catch. If I work at noon, we're waking up at eight and yes. doing like makeup, hair, everything. So <laughs> I love this. I, it was it's amazing. I love like, that. And I I think just going back on how I stay inspired, I have been following a good amount of, like, female photographers who do the same exact mm. thing of, like, solo shoots, solo portraits. I need to do that, too. Um, and it's not, like, to, you know, even, like, I'm still all for, like, collaborations and mm. when that time comes, but it brought me a lot more confidence that, like, if I wanted to achieve something, mm. I can do it. Like, yeah. it just takes the will and the creative energy to, like, like you said, we only have so much in us, so yeah. if I can't do it that day, it will save it for tomorrow, but mm-hmm. just seeing how I can expand my skills in these, like, free times, I mm-hmm. think, despite, um, despite, like, the loneliness and everything that comes with the pandemic, mm-hmm. it's taught me a lot about myself, 
in that sense. And, uh, I'm like, we're embracing it. Developing your skills, like you're out here being a makeup artist, mm-hmm. hairstylist. Right? Like, since when? Like, <laughs> since <laughs> when can I do eyeshadow? Right? <laughs> what? I can't. Oh my god, I'm gonna look like I got punched in the eye. <laughs> like, I always look like I got punched in the eye. But that, see, that to me, I think is so dope because it. I think independence always equates confidence. So you're like, wow, I really did that by myself. That's crazy. And not to say that you won't collaborate with people, Mm -hmm. because I think that will always be there. But to know that you can do something yourself is very, like, confident booster. Um, And it's something that I hope to do. Like, I really want my space to be something that, like, I don't have to rely on anyone. Like, Mm -hmm. I can put on my tripod. I know the sun comes in at a certain time. I swear. Like, yeah, I have my little clicker mm-hmm. to take pictures, and we're going to do the thing. Like, I'm even thinking of getting, like, one of those, like, um, what's it called? The backdrops that yes, you that, roll out. Like, as you said that, I'm just like, yeah. this is a perfect right? space. Just so white. <laughs> like, make it even white. Um, have my little ring light. Like, you know, we can no, make it happen. It's... And I do agree. It's like, if there's a will, there's a way. Um, and I... I think even you you talking about, like, sad days a little earlier in in the conversation, like, during a pandemic, we're looking to connect with people. Oh, yeah. You know, like, we're not even, like, socially connecting. So to see that people are going through similar things, it creates this level of, like, authenticity and connection. So I think pulling from those experiences is where your content can even come from. And you've Mm -hmm. done that. Um, I think the best advice I got from content creation was, like, just pull from your day-to-day life mm-hmm. you know you don't even have to go think like okay what am I going to shoot it's like well I'm kind of feeling like I like this color these days or like mm-hmm. I like feeling like you know a boho goddess today mm-hmm. so I'm gonna you know channel that exactly so I really think that's kind of what's helped me but I love I love that you do everything because some like some of these pictures I'm like there's no way that these content creators are doing it by ourselves. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> but it's, I think that's just the, I don't know. I, I'm so, I think it's nice to surprise yourself in those senses. I love it. Because, especially, like, like I said, just moving and, like, trying to find that community. Sometimes it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to sit back and, like, pout about mm-hmm. it. So, that's, Yeah. No, I love it's it. It's been great. I love that. I'm, I might ask you for tips after this because, you know. I have ideas coming and ah! I'm, I'm excited. And this I collaboration see. with like brands, so. Yeah. I don't know if you're like this, but there's days where I plan to shoot and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not happening today. Mm-hmm. I feel like trash. I can't take a picture or the sun's not out mm-hmm. or, you know, it's not happening. What do you do when you're not feeling like inspired or you can't take that picture that day? I take a break. Yeah. <laughs> I take, good. I think one of the, something that I've, my motto or my mantra, I mm-hmm. guess, has become take your time with you mm. because... I've had those days when I'm forcing it, and then the worst part is knowing deep inside I forced it, and then seeing the results, and you're just like, that didn't hit. Yeah, so I hate I hate submitting that. Yeah, I hate submitting that, and I'm learning that mm-hmm. that's not that's not it. It's not it. You just and that's why I'm just like you know you have to take your time with you. If you're not feeling a hundred percent, it's mm-hmm. most likely gonna show up in your work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And when you're feeling like even better is when you're having a really good day and you can push out that content. Yes! That's like when you're feeling like 200%, everything is good, and you have a whole bunch of content, like, you know, trying to yes. thrive off of those, but just being, yeah. like, reassuring yourself it's okay to have, like, off days. I love that. I think the more, like, at, like, just picking people's brain who do occupy that space of, like, content creation, but also making it part of, like, a business aspect, I'm like, oh, so it's okay to do that. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I, like, I don't know, so I'm learning, mm-hmm. and it's it's nice it's reassuring to know that um that pressure is mm-hmm. me just adding to it so it's not worth it um we're just seeing how like other people i mean when when it's collaborations i like to kind of see what other influencers are doing mm-hmm. who are also like mm-hmm. working with that brand and seeing how they've created so mm-hmm. if i'm truly out of like inspiration or don't know where to start kind mm-hmm. of just like looking through those picking at it seeing what aspects I like and what I'm comfortable with I think being comfortable with like what you're about to shoot plays a huge part because Mm -hmm. something I'm learning is like how to lean into like more of my confidence my womanhood because Mm. I feel like that's something that I've been kind of like putting on the back burner and now I'm just like you know what this is part of who I am this is part of the evolving me and you know stick around (laughs) yeah stick around for the evolution no i love that i think that's so dope um is there anything in particular that's been like inspiring you or like a specific account or it could even be like as random of like a color there's something that's been inspiring you right now it could be anything it doesn't it could be as simple as that or it could be as intricate as like i don't know a content creator that's I, a really good question. I personally don't even know my answer, so I'm just asking, like... <laughs> no, I think I'm just... I don't know if that... I mean, I think it's inspiring that spring is coming. Yeah. Just for a lot of reasons mm. with, like, pandemic and things, yeah. you know, looking better in the next couple of months. Um, I'm taking a lot of, like, my energy into, like, what I can do at that point, I guess. And yeah. people I can meet again or yeah. create with. So until then, I'm kind of just, like, learning the ropes yeah no I like that there's something about spring that's like really reassuring and exciting and Mm -hmm. like it's like this hope there's like a hope about spring for sure I agree with that um I definitely cannot wait for spring can't wait for I feel like I'm just gonna create the most then and I'm trying to use this time to refine like technical skills and like things like that like I really want to understand like the algorithm I want to understand how to like use illustrator Mm -hmm. and like create graphics and you know do Mm -hmm. all that like technical stuff so that when time comes I can just create the content and then easily apply the technical stuff or even just how to you know interact with brands or Mm -hmm. like connect with people so that you know when that time comes like you said create those collaborations Mm -hmm. and work with people um, so I'll just practice until I know until the big the big moment I I hear you I feel like everyone's gonna go like not wild, but <laughs> let's just say off, like when the world opens, hopefully. When it opens. I know, I can't wait. Uh, so what has, um, what are other ways you've been creative other than just being online? And it could be nothing, because... I don't think I have an answer for that. I mean, I think it just, I think just everything, like I said, dabbling, I'm still dabbling into everything mm-hmm. and seeing, like, what I'm able to do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I have a big answer for that. 
No, but that's real. I feel like I, um... Yeah, what's your answer? My... <laughs> let me think. What can I say right now? Um, I think, uh, interior decor. Mm. Just because, like, I, like, just moved... Yeah, because I think I just, like, moved in my, my new spot. So, like, that's been my creative outlet right now is, like, my space and making it feel good so I can feel more creative. Yes. Um, I think at one point it was drawing mm. and then, like, maybe making playlists. So, like, <gasps> I like being creative, but sometimes it's just, like, it comes, it has to come in so many different mm-hmm. ways. And I forget that, like, it doesn't always have to be work. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I forget, and then I'm like, no. Like, it doesn't always have to be about you editing mm-hmm. a podcast or you creating a graphic for a social media, like, a collab. It, it could literally be me, like, sitting on the floor and painting this. I had a conversation with my best friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes pretty deep, but just about the power of, like, visualization. Mm. I'm trying to get back onto that because even with, like, mood board or like, yeah. vision boarding, yeah. like, yeah. at the beginning of the year, I made one in June because life was good in June. Mm-hmm. The pandemic was on pause. I was like, okay. Right. Isn't that crazy that that was a thing? <laughs> like, I took that so for right. granted. <laughs> So I vision boarded of, like, what I wanted to see, you know, in the next couple of months. Um, But just talking with my best friend about the importance of, like, being able to visualize the things you want, even if it's Mm -hmm. as small as, I want a bedroom with white sheets. I've had that, and then I did it, and I'm just like... Wow. Look at that. Look at that. And it's important just because I feel like it brings you back to who you... Your like authenticity, like mm-hmm. who it is that like that's in there that's yeah. trying to speak. Mm. Um, so I think doing a lot of those collages, even in my most recent like solo shoot, mm-hmm. you know, it, it helps me a lot with like my ideas and mm-hmm. it does. It really brings like who you are to reality, I guess. Like you claiming that person. Mm-hmm. I love a vision board. Like, I, I do digital vision boards, so I'll do it for, like, the background of my laptop or, like, my phone background. Or I'll literally sit down and make, like, vision boards on, like, a canvas. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it bef- at the end of December with Al and my friend Nixon, and we sat down and we brought magazines and we literally did our vision boards and then we went in a circle and explained it yes. to each other. And honestly, it was so fun because it was, like, here I am with people I love, creating mm-hmm. what I want, and then sharing it with them. So now there's this level of accountability, and I'm, like, speaking it um, to them, which I loved. Um, mm-hmm. And a big lesson that I've learned this year, and I, I, I had, I've heard it before, and I always say it by Miriam Haz, you know, um, was when manifesting, it's good to manifest what you want something to look like, but also manifest what you want it to feel like. Because you can manifest your dream home, but then you go into that space and it might not actually feel like home. Mm-hmm. And I've literally experienced that. Like, I've been in a space where it looked great, but then I was like, this does not feel mm-hmm. like home, you know? So I've been manifest like, while doing that, I'm also like, okay, well, what what this feel like? Like, what does home feel like? Not what does it just look like? And it could feel like, uh, yeah, like, it could feel like different things. It could feel like... I don't know, like, tea, like a cup of tea, mm-hmm. like, warm, reassuring blankets. Like, you know, it could have visual representations. Um, 
I like when people are like, what's your aesthetic? I'm like, I just want something to feel light and airy. Yeah. Because that to me is like a feeling almost. Mm-hmm. Like you feel light, you feel air, you feel inspired versus like I just want things to be white and modern. Mm-hmm. Like, And they're the same thing, but they like almost want a little bit more about Shift. the feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been kind of tapping into yeah. that more. Um, so that's a little. That goes know. deep. Yeah. That goes, you know, it goes from how you're seeing to how you're feeling. Yeah. Which is a deeper, more powerful way of manifesting, I mm-hmm. think. And trust me I've experienced both and I'm like do the feeling trust it's it's more um you'll be grateful I Mm -hmm. guess to say um but before we wrap up I don't know if there's anything you want to add on the whole conversation of just like being a creative going through a pandemic um you know occupying space traveling like I know there's so much you can share So I know that it doesn't have to be this time. I always would always want you back. So if there's anything you wanted to add to the conversation, um, we can... If not, I feel like we did a lot of talking already. Don't worry. I mean, either way, whether you, like, crop this part out. Mm -hmm. But I think just embrace. I think where I'm at, at, I guess where I'm at currently is just taking your time with you. That's what I always tell people. That's what I tell myself because there's a lot of pressures outside of us that want us to be doing things to achieve, whether it's work, family, um, society, but just finding, yeah, just finding your voice, allowing yourself to become who you need to become. Mm. I think that's, that's where you'll find your power too and who you know that's where you'll feel feel most at peace Mm. and peace is the bag like peace (laughs) of all things it doesn't like peace is the bag if you're not at peace with like where you're at I find a lot we keep chasing we won't stop chasing until you're like okay I'm actually good here yeah I'm actually happy yeah I feel good and yeah you know it takes a lot of like self-awareness to like pause and enjoy that space because we're always looking back in the future or towards the past. I mean, back in the past or towards the future. Mm-hmm. So, oof, you hit us with some gems. Peace is freaking bad. <laughs> That's actually yeah. You took me out that. Um, no, I love it. And usually to wrap up, I always ask my guests what has brought you joy in the past like week or so. Um, and it could be as small as, like, a cup of tea to, like, a conversation with someone. My conversation with you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is so... Yes. I love this. I And my birthday is coming. So yes. I think embracing... I mean, just being here with you, like, having this channel to, like, share my story, yeah. hear your story, um, welcoming a new chapter yes. during these times. I feel like a lot of me is you know thinking about how to welcome and how to cleanse a lot of like what has happened and what's you know how we want to journey towards the next year yeah i love that i definitely agree this conversation has made me super inspired and i feel like you brought this like 
element of like inspiration and creativity into my space, which I'm really grateful for. Because now I'm like, ooh, I want to write pieces the bag on my walls, like Loki. I just want to write. I'm gonna print it out somewhere. Like literally, I'll send it to you. I'll frame it and everything. Like I love that. Um, so I want to thank you again for coming. You're thank actually, you. you're actually the best. Like your energy uh-huh. and everything thank is like you. unmatched. So I thank really you for having me. Oh, well, of course. Any, literally anytime. <laughs> literally anytime. You're always welcome here. Um, but before we wrap up, where can we find you if folks want to connect? Um, my Instagram is my main platform right now, and that's at l i l a s m i a. Mm-hmm. Um, on Instagram and there's also my little milkshake blog mm-hmm. which I've enjoyed because it's love. very snackable content <laughs> yes that's, that's what's important these days you know just figuring out how to put it all out there so I love it send yeah. me DMs let's collaborate and work together yeah and you're <laughs> honestly like the sweetest person like so just so easy to talk to and so like just like just a warm energy and I think um if anyone wants to just like hit you up it's not one of those where you're not gonna respond like I'm actually the worst with responding so I will try and respond but I feel like you would respond (laughs) I'm open to ideas yeah just meeting new people and culture backgrounds experience like let's talk this conversation you know we need to do more of this and yeah have more you know genuine conversations with each other create community I agree um, and you guys can find us at Call Me Crazy Pod, myself at Be For Real. We air on Sundays and Tuesdays at Key Radio, which is spelled C A Y Radio. Um, and we'll see y'all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, y'all. Stay safe. Name like genius that ain't crazy. Genius that ain't crazy.